Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Hey, I'm Becky. And I'm Ashleen. And welcome to the Living Box Free podcast. Do we have a treat for you? We surely do. (laughs) This podcast is all about what not to say Mm -hmm. to other people. Yeah. Yes, the list goes on. We're going to prioritize some of the (laughs) items here. But first, what is on the rise for you this week, Ash? (sighs) Guys, the Olympics are coming. Is there an Olympic song? There is. Da, 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 right? I think, yes. I'll, I was just going to try to make Isn't the rings the with my hands. But, <laughs> but yes, not, I would have sang the song, but I didn't know how it went. I think, I think that's, now I'm, now I'm questioning myself. Anyway, I love the Olympics. Yay. I especially love soccer, which is in the Olympics, but I just love watching. I love watching all of it, and I'm so excited. I think I'm going to take some days off and just stay home <gasps> yes. and watch the Olympics. You should. Let me know when that is. I'm stoked. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Olympic watch party at Ash's place. Yes. Be there. Yep. Yes, I'm bringing bananas. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yes. What's on the rise for me this week? I am thinking about the best prank gifts to get my husband for his birthday, Ooh. which is this upcoming Saturday uh-huh. for Father's Day. Oh my gosh, he didn't think it was <laughs> funny, but I thought it was so funny. He, I got him some gifts and uh-huh. this really big box came from Amazon and... One of my somehow household duties is all the toiletries in our house. Okay. And it was this huge box of toilet paper. And I was like, Tristan, your final gift came oh, in. No. And he was like, yes, this box is huge. <laughs> and the tape was really sticky. And so he's like trying to rip it apart. And then he rips, <laughs> rips it open and it's all toilet paper. And I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> he didn't think it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I would also not have thought that was funny. <laughs> And then I was like, are you going to put it up? He's like, no. I'm like, come on, man. This is for you too. So anyway, now I'm like, what, what other awesome prank gifts can I get? Gosh. Future episode. I'm sure my husband could contribute to is what gifts not to get someone. (laughs) What not to do on birthdays and holidays. (laughs) I think it's funny watching his reactions. Priceless. Oh gosh. The disappointment. He didn't mention that to me when I asked him about his father's day. So. Oh, Clearly yeah. it didn't leave it. Tried to erase it. A lasting impression. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that is another episode. What not to get yeah, your spouse. What not to, what it's not to funny give. to you, not to them. <laughs> Today is what not to say. Yes. And I mean, we all do it. We all put our foot in our mouth, our feet in our mouths. Our Sometimes I put both foots, of them in my mouth. Our foot's yeah. in both mouths. <laughs> <laughs> we do it. It happens. But there are some things we can think about ahead of time to help us be a little bit less weird, awkward, unhelpful, sometimes downright hurtful. Yeah. So we tried to break this up into a couple groups mm-hmm. when we think of what not to say to people. Yep. We have one, what not to say in uncomfortable situations. Uh-huh. We'll start there. Yes. Then we have physical, <laughs> what not to say about people physically. Yes. Yes. That's definitely a foot in mouth. Yeah. Or feet in mouth situation. <laughs> then we have value-based versus black and white statements. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then finally... We have assumptions. Assumptions. Yes. You know what they say about assumptions. Makes a donkey yes. out of you and me. Yes, it does. <laughs> Let's start with what not to say in uncomfortable situations. And just so that we're clear, I think these uncomfortable situations are almost always the uncomfortable situations for me. So I'm, do, I'm doing the talking. I need to think about I am uncomfortable. 
how do I not make it weird? Like, how mm-hmm. do I not make it more weird than I already feel like it is? Because often the other person doesn't feel like it's weird. You can, you can be in a situation in which you feel uncomfortable and the other person does not. And then you make the other person yes. uncomfortable because you are uncomfortable. Yeah. So uh, I think I talked about in our last episode, my depression has been on the rise lately. And I told my team at work about it. And the next day, most of them came in to my office like kind of rushed into my office the next day and gave me the head tilt question. And we're like, how are you doing? And tilted their head while they're doing it. And I'm just like, it's, it's weird when you do that. Cause you don't normally do that. You don't normally come into my office and check on me. <laughs> and although I appreciate the thought, like you're making it weird mm-hmm. and that's not necessary because you are uncomfortable and you don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. So try to not make it weird when you feel uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. And that is really, that's such a good point. Like when you're uncomfortable, the other person might not be, but then you make them because you are. Yes. Yes. And I think something you can try in this situation is to just recognize and verbally acknowledge the fact that you feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say right now and I feel uncomfortable, but I don't want to make this weird because it's not weird. So I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. And I, I've heard, I think I've said that before. I, I learned that from one of my previous roommates. She just would like, I would hear her making phone calls. Like she would call the bank and be like, I feel so uncomfortable right now. I don't know how to ask this question on the phone with the bank teller. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I'd be like, that's so great because like mm-hmm. she's automatically just got that person on her side. Like that they, they know that she knows that this is weird, that she feels weird. And even though it's not weird to them. And so I think that's one possible option instead Mm -hmm. of being like I don't know what to say to you just be like I don't know what to say right now but I care yes the two things come to my mind one it can be really uncomfortable in the workplace when you hear acronyms or abbreviations and you don't know what it stands for and you try to fake it that can be really uncomfortable and I it's uncomfortable to admit you don't know something but I have found it makes things way less weird if you're just like okay uh, it's been an hour and you all have kept using this acronym, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> and, and I'm just going to throw it out there and, and you feel uncomfortable, but it's admitting to that versus trying to like fake it or you sit there and Google it. And it means something totally different. <laughs> so that's, that's one thing that popped in my head. And the other thing is less is more. Mm-hmm. So in those situations where you're like, oh my gosh, I mean, I think anytime someone has someone, a loved one pass away mm-hmm. and I don't know that person. There's not much I can say, but it's, hey, I'm sorry. Let me know how I can help you. Yeah. Uh, Whatever you need. If you need me to take on this work project or whatever, you just let me know. Yeah. Sometimes, and I think a tendency people might have is to ramble about like death, life and death or, you know, (laughs) like story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes less is more. Yes. In those situations. Great point. Because you feel uncomfortable. You have the tendency you want to try to make you know, fill the space. Sometimes just don't fill the space. It's not necessary. Yeah. Cool. That's a a great point. (laughs) Thanks for making that point. Yeah. You want to move to our next one or anything else here? No, I think, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Try not to make it weird. Acknowledge Mm -hmm. if you do feel weird and just keep it simple. You can tell people that you care without rambling, without telling a story about your second cousin's dog's friend that also had cancer. Like you don't need to do that. That's not necessary. Yes. Just say that you care. Yeah. And move on. Yep. Great. All right. 
Let's talk about no brainers, which <laughs> comes down to physical appearance. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask if people are pregnant. Just don't do it. Not unless they have a shirt that says working out for two or eating yep. for two. Yep. And they have a big belly. <laughs> yep. Or they've made a pregnancy announcement. And even yes. then, actually, I mean, I've experienced times when I've asked people like how, you know, how's it going or when are you due? And they're like, oh, we lost the baby. Yeah. And that, I mean, I don't want to stigmatize that. Like I want that to be a thing we can talk about, Mm -hmm. but it is tricky because you don't know if they want to talk about it in that moment. And so I will ask like a follow-up question to that, but it can be easier to just avoid until they bring it up. Yes. That makes me think from the physical standpoint, something else I've heard people say in the past and other people said, man, I hate it when people say this to me. I've heard people say, gosh, when are you going to have kids? You've been Mm -hmm. married for a while. And there are couples out there who have been trying Mm -hmm. for some time. Mm -hmm. And when they get asked that question, it makes them, you know, whether it makes them feel uncomfortable to be like, oh, well, we're trying. (laughs) Uh, We have some issues or whatever. And so just that whole physical, like, especially around children. Yeah. Uh, when, when are you guys going to have kids? Why don't you have kids? Yes. And, and usually that's asked in an innocent way. However, especially nowadays, I think we hear about a lot of infertility that mm-hmm. people experience that can, like you said, sometimes people don't want to talk about yep. it or it's still very painful and they're not ready to, to talk about it. So just a good thing to avoid. It's not really your business. Yeah. A lot of these things and <laughs> something we're going to talk about in a moment, a lot of it is like, assess, are you just curious Mm -hmm. or is this something you're asking to get to know somebody? So if you're just curious and you have no need to know, maybe just don't ask. Mm -hmm. Like, are you just curious if they're going to have kids? Because if so, and you have no real investment in their life and whether they have kids, probably not. You don't need to ask. Yep. If someone is walking around, for instance, with a giant bruise slash gash on their leg and limping around the office for a week. Do you really need to know? Do you really need to know (laughs) what happened or are you just curious? Yeah. Is that, is that a personal? Uh, Maybe, maybe that happened to me. (laughs) Well, let's, let's talk about these outward physical things you can see. Yeah. I know we mentioned, you know, sometimes people have poison Ivy or maybe it's a, (laughs) Speaking of speaking of weird physical things happening right now, <laughs> Becky has one arm out of her sweatshirt. I am like halfway between hot and cold. <laughs> and so I took my sweatshirt off and then I was freezing and now it's on and I'm hot. So uh-huh. yeah. And I have chosen to remark upon it. And now we are yes. now it is uncomfortable. And so now I have one arm out and one arm in, my hoodie. Yes. <laughs> uncomfortable. Keep going. Uh so physical things that you can see. Do you do you say something? And I and you just said you mentioned the gash in your your shin. Uh, yeah, do you say something about it or just ignore it? What do you think? I think it's it's a matter of are you concerned or are you curious? Because mm-hmm. curiosity, it's like, does it really? Do you really need to know? You really mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. But are you concerned? Like, what are are you okay? Do you need anything? Mm-hmm. Can I get you some ice? If you're concerned, yes. I feel like it's okay to ask. Yeah. If you're just curious and you want to satisfy your curiosity, mm, probably not necessary. Yep. And and Ash is being really nice saying curiosity. For some people, that's gossip. They just yeah. like to gossip, yeah. right? And they want to be like, oh my gosh, did you know? Yeah. And we talked about this earlier. There might be people who have something physically that you can see. And 
if they want to talk about it, they'll probably bring it up. Yep. Be like, all right, guys. Hey, everybody. So <laughs> you see all of this red stuff on my arms. Yes, I got poison ivy. Camping trip was great. Aftermath, not so much, <laughs> you know? So like oftentimes those people will bring it up yeah. if they want to talk about it. Yes. yes. I agree. Oh, backwards compliments mm-hmm. physically. Yes. Yes. This is so great. If someone's <laughs> like, hey, oh my gosh, you look really awake today. <laughs> Translation. You look like a zombie usually. <laughs> what did you do differently? Uh, so sometimes, what was another one you had? You look really good today. Yeah, I, it, it drives me crazy when people are like, oh, you look so good. I'm like, well, what do I normally look like? Yes. You're jerks. Yeah, yeah. So backwards compliments, it's it's hard because you want to be like, oh, you do look really nice today. Mm-hmm. Or you look different. And and it is good to give compliments, right? But we need to think there's, there's such a thing as backwards compliments. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are you implying by what you're saying? Yes. Something I like to say is uh, you look particularly nice today because then it's like, oh, yeah, I like that. You always look nice, but you look particularly nice today. Yeah. I like that. Anything else physical? I mean, probably. Maybe just stay away from physical observations in general. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think about children and I'm like, man, when Sawyer gets old enough and they just say whatever they're thinking. Yeah. Like that'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, from a physical standpoint. Yes. Yeah, it's something to learn. Yep. Okay, value-based versus black and white. This is such an interesting conundrum. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'll give one example here. Please do. I was getting ready. This was last year, the end of last year. I was getting ready to, to go to the gym. Tristan, my husband, works at the gym a lot, so he was there. And I was loading up our child at this point. He still just basically was a blob that slept. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't really like interact much. And, and I was going to our class that is a smaller class during the day and a neighbor walked by and they're like, Oh my gosh, hi. And I'm like, hi. And they're like, how's the little one? I'm like, he's great. And uh, they're like, where are you off to? And I go, Oh, I'm heading to the gym. They go, Oh, the little one's inside with your husband. I go, Oh no, he's, he's actually in the car. He's going with me. And then I just got this really weird look of, I could tell this judgment for taking my child somewhere outside of the house during a pandemic. Yeah. And it made me feel so bad. And it's crazy because I guarantee you that neighbor, they might not even remember that conversation. Yeah, probably not. And that just really stuck with me. And then you are just like, man, uh, I would be a crazy mom if I stayed in my house 24 seven and I don't really have the choice for my husband to work from home and watch my child right. whenever I want to leave. So, so that that's a very simple example of like in those moments where you make, and I guess that's kind of making an assumption too. They yeah. kind of assumed like, oh, well, you wouldn't take your child outside of your house. Right. And, uh, and then for me, it was the face. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even words. Yes. It was the face of shock <laughs> that I was doing. You're that. doing what? Yes. So just one of the, one of the things that fueled my insecurity about parenting. Yeah. <laughs> That's another podcast. <sighs> yeah, it is. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that someday. Yeah. I think it's really interesting to think about it as a value-based thing versus a black and white thing, mm-hmm. because so much of, I mean, a parenting is such a great example of that because so much of it is value-based. There's so many different decisions you can make. Oh my gosh. Yes. And some of them, most of them, I mean, other than like safety, most of them, and even then sometimes, are value-based. And it just mm-hmm. depends on what works for you and your family and what you feel like is important. And you can't look at someone else and be like, well, that's wrong. Yep. I mean, you might look at them and be like, well, they're going to face consequences for that. 
But mm-hmm. we all face consequences for the value decisions that we make. That's yes. just how life is. Yeah. I've heard, oh gosh, we talk about being a parent, but even pregnancy. I've heard people be like, oh, you CrossFit and mm. you're pregnant? Like, you, uh, I don't think that's good for you. And I think it was my grandma who was, who was like, oh, when we were pregnant, we weren't even supposed to sweep. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Grandpa did all the chores? Wow. What? Your and house was real dirty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like being pregnant, parenting, but then so many other things. You're right. It is, it's very value-based. What do you value? And I think if there's anything that this world is is coming to accept is the inclusion of many different values. Mm-hmm. And so how do we phrase and interact in a way that you know, you can still obviously ask questions about, oh, tell me about your kid or what are you doing? But not whether it's your expressions mm-hmm. or your words, not, uh, what's the word? Inf- inf- Inferring? I was going to say infringe, but I don't think that's it. Oh. But not, uh, I guess not judge. Yeah. Not judge other people based on their choices. Yeah. And I think that's a great example is to say, tell me about this or... Yeah to ask open-ended questions rather than leading leading questions mm-hmm. which is challenging yeah. and most of what we're talking about is when you're interacting with people that you don't know super well mm-hmm. because a lot of this like you you kind of figure out as you get to know somebody you figure out what they're kind of their hot buttons are or like what to stay away from. But you learn that by asking open-ended questions and hearing those things from them. Or you can learn it the hard way of, you know, asking leading questions and then being offended. You can learn it that way if you want to. That's, (laughs) that's an option. Yes. And that's a really good point. The example I gave was a neighbor who doesn't know us well, but because of the pandemic, we walked around a lot and we talked to some neighbors and they knew we owned a gym. So that's a really good point. Like they didn't really know me that well. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they made some assumptions and then, yeah, even, even the fact that you were married and that's something we're going to talk about, like is making those assumptions before you ask questions. But I think that those value-based questions are often when we don't know someone, so we don't know what their values are. So Mm -hmm. how can you think about it in advance, think about the ways that you phrase questions so that it's not based around your values and something I've always thought is interesting is, uh, I don't know if you've heard this or recognize this as you've traveled, but in other countries, they don't usually ask like, what do you do for a living? Mm. Um, because we in America often are focused on our jobs or our careers as a, a, a key value for us. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily something that happens in other countries as much. Yeah. And so something that I've, I've tried to find different ways and I'd love if our, any of our box breakers have, suggestions of how to ask that differently. I would love to hear it because I try to ask, how do you spend your time? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times people will answer with their job or they'll answer with their favorite hobby or whatever. But I feel like that can still be a little bit weird Mm because I don't know. I don't know if it's because we're used to answering what do you do for a living? I don't know. So I'm open to other suggestions. I My thought here is think in advance about the questions that you ask when you are doing small talk, when you're just hanging out, Mm -hmm. when you're chatting. You bump into someone on the street, you're talking with them. Think about what questions you ask. And are you making value-based assumptions before you ask them? Yes. That's a great segue into assumptions. Hey. Hey Hey-oh. I think of, I even just think of the assumption people, people say, oh yeah, I'm married. And I've heard, this has like been a while ago, but I, at work, I can remember 
there's a gentleman who's like, yeah, I'm married. And someone goes, oh, tell me about your wife. And he goes, uh, he. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm like, oh, that was an awkward wah, wah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> so, so making assumptions based on a certain old school, whatever you have to do, live life a certain way. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned marriage. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple people in our gym who people sometimes just assume are married and they're not. And that's okay. Even if they've been together for a long time, or even if they have a kid together, doesn't mean that they have to be married. Mm -hmm. So that's an assumption I've heard. I've heard people make as well. Yeah. I think we make a lot of assumptions because of that. Oh no. What's it called? The, uh, I can't remember. Is this the bias one? Yeah. Okay. So in one of our first episodes, we talked about a bias toward basically you see the world the way that you experience the world Yes, and you, you don't necessarily understand immediately that the world can be different than what you see it, the world. And I can't think of the name for that right now. It's just yeah. gone. So somebody go back and listen and come back <laughs> to me on that. But r- recognizing that you have those assumptions and just trying to to acknowledge that in mm-hmm. those moments when you're meeting some someone new, when you're talking to someone. And it is really hard, but just trying to catch that reflex of like, I'm assuming this about someone mm-hmm. or I'm assuming that... They, yeah, something that happened recently, um, I think I talked about this in the boundaries episode actually, is that I volunteer at my job and my boss was like, you need to learn how to say no. And I was like, you are assuming that I don't want to be here, that Mm -hmm. I don't want to volunteer. And that's not, that's not true. I want to be here. And so processing before you say those kinds of things, what, what am I assuming about this? And you can't even say that of like, oh, well, what is, is that important to you? Like you can say, you can ask questions to help Mm -hmm. them say (laughs) before you respond of like what, what's important to them or is this okay? Is this not okay? Like he could have said, Oh, do you feel like, or do you want to be here? Do you not want to be here? Yep. And he just didn't. Yep. I've even heard people in the workplace. There's, there's certain people who let's say are individual contributors Mm -hmm. and they might have a career conversation with their supervisor and they might be like, hey, I just, I really like being an individual contributor. Contributor, I don't want to be a manager. And I've heard supervisors respond with like, oh, I just assumed you'd, you'd want to right. like progress. Right. And it's like, no, no, <laughs> it's okay. We need really good individual contributors. So those assumptions about even someone's career path, when I had, before I had Sawyer and then after I had Sawyer, there was a lot of people who had conversations with me and assumed I wouldn't want to go back to work. Right. And I love work. (laughs) I really do. And, and, and that's, I mean, I think it's also good to be like, Hey, this is a possibility. Yeah. And you can phrase it that way. Like, Hey, it's possible. You might feel this way. And that's okay if you do. Yeah. Uh, But not making that assumption. They're like, Oh, and telling you, Oh, you're not going to want to go back. Yeah. You're not going to want to. Well, uh, I really, I actually, I I did. Yeah. (laughs) So assumptions, assumptions and all of this really, it's just about being intentional and thinking mm-hmm. ahead of time, trying to process through what questions do I ask? What things, what things do I assume about people? And those are really hard to do like in a vacuum. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's really hard to not be in the situation and then put your foot in the, your mouth and then learn from it. Like it is really hard, but there are some things you can think about ahead of time and try to train yourself not to say yep. it's possible. And it just makes us all better humans as opposed to monkeys. <laughs> Gosh, we need like a monkey part of our logo we now. We do. Yes. <laughs> um, it just makes us better humans. It makes us better able to connect with others and care for others. And I think that's, that's what we all want. Yeah. Really. Yep. 
Well, well thanks for being here with us on one of our more random episodes of What Not to Say. <laughs> this is one of those where you could be like, yeah, somebody said something to one of them and that's why they're talking about this. But yeah. Yes, that is, that is, that true. is true. <laughs> you are correct. We would love to actually hear so we, oh, could, yeah. we could bring back some more What Not to Say. Yeah. So feel free to DM us on Instagram or Facebook or comment on any of our social media yeah, posts Yeah, maybe we can put this. up a post this week and ask. Yes, I think that'd be awesome. What else should you not say? What not to say. Yes. Tell us your stories of the things that people have said to you that they just should not have said. <laughs> or things you've said to other people that you should not have yeah. said because we've all got those. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thanks for being here, guys. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.